What's up, y'all? It's your boy. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> uh, the one and only switch. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, AKA. Um, the 315 time social distancing champion, AKA, um, hello, governor, Maine. <laughs> AKA, <laughs> AKA. <laughs> you like a cup of hot water, man? <laughs> A.K.A. Bloody hell, man. <laughs> A.K.A. The Nickelodeon Master. <laughs> uh, bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sights. Episode 96 to be exact. Getting close, baby. We getting so close to that at least personal goal of mine. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I totally forgot like doing that joke without like my, my Twitter, uh, for context. Basically it was some dumb, d- of course, you know, Twitter, the avenue for dumb shit. Um, there was something other way. This was maybe like a while ago, like a week or so ago. Um, I want to say over last weekend where, uh, basically it was a tweet. Let me try to find it. I need to find it now. It was a tweet on Twitter where you do things, where you tweet and stuff. Um, it was something where, I think they said black people should have more British roles. I think as a contrast to like, you know, a lot of people from uh, the UK always getting uh, American roles. Um, so uh, <laughs> somebody had uh Terrence Howard uh, basically basically uh you know have a, a picture of him and you know the basically the meme before uh with that always is with terrence howard uh main <laughs> hey let me tell you something man hey i can't even do it justice but hey man you know i'm trying to tell you man we got we we gotta hustle and we gotta flow man you know what i'm saying man i mean that's that's a atrocious uh rendition of a. Uh, you know what he does way better, but you get the gist. I want to, I want to, I want to quote it. I want to quote it. Where's it at though? Yeah. Uh, black Americans need to start doing British roles. Yeah. <laughs> then somebody quote tweeted it with a picture of Terrence Howard. And <laughs> <laughs> saying in the main (laughs) 
<laughs> Isn't it, man? Isn't it, man? Uh, I like to I like to put like I like to do the space to like you know, cause it's 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 tough mentally to, uh, I guess separate those two drastically different accents. Isn't it, man? <laughs> oh, that was taking me out clearly as you guys could tell. Um, but yeah, so, um, I'm not sure if I said the date today's date, March 18th, 2021 Thursday. Well, always on Thursdays. So that's a given. Um, man, what's not horrible <laughs> in the world right now? Has there been anything? Oh God, I forgot. Jesus. I couldn't, uh, I think mentally I wanted to block that out of my head, but basically it was, uh, it was some, I mean, uh, I'm gonna let you guess the color that, uh, yet again, went on a, a, a murder spree, uh, killing like eight, uh, Asian women in, uh, in, um, massage parlors. Um, I think all within the same vicinity, I want to say, um, I'm gonna let you guess the color, but I mean, I'm pretty sure you probably know. So, I mean, I think we all know. Then on top of that, you know, basically promoting the Asian hate, which is let's stop the Asian hate in general. I mean, hate of all colors, but yeah, I mean, it's messed up regardless. But on top of that, then the, then the police officer who I guess, you know, did a um, public statement regarding the whole situation had the nerve gumption, audacity, whatever, uh, uh, bitch nuts to uh, basically say uh, he was just having a bad day. Like like all of us that have a bad day. Uh, you know, we go on a murder spree and kill everybody that, uh, you know, just, just didn't look right, you know? So clearly we all do that, you know, when we're having a bad day, you know? Yeah. So, oh boy. Uh, come to find out, apparently he was, uh, he's, uh, (laughs) pretty much, a part of the movement against, you know, this whole, uh, anger and well, yeah, just uneducated, misguided anger, uh, with this whole COVID situation, totally blaming any and all remote, remotely relative Asians, which is just dumb in and of itself. Um, boy, this world, man, I tell you, uh, stop the Asian hate. Come on now. All right. What are we doing? What are we doing? Just stop. Just stop. <sighs> Either way, um, condolences out to those eight, um, people. And of course the many more that have been, you know, victims of, uh, basically this Asian discrimination after the, you know, this whole, COVID situation, which is 
the just tone deaf and ignorant of all all matters but I digress um outside of that in terms of the world um gaming world um some very very interesting tidbits this uh this week my goodness man boy oh boy and we got a lot to go over so without further ado let's uh (laughs) wow what oh boy (laughs) of course you would you would say that of all people Vinny all right okay (laughs) oh (laughs) okay I see I see where we're at (laughs) horrible anywho um first topic of discussion uh PlayStation buying Evo what what so pretty much out of nowhere uh Evo bought freaking PlayStation or the other way around PlayStation bought Evo and I guess they had a sub esports adventure RTS so apparently everything's going to be under PlayStation in terms of Evo which for the most part technically kind of was that where you know PlayStation generally was the preferred platform for uh PlayStation um Evo was the preferred platform for PlayStation games uh most of the multi-platform fighting games were generally on PlayStation and uh you know with the uh, of course obvious exceptions like Smash and uh Killer Instinct which at least only came back recently since last year with the online version of Evo. So, um, I was a little fearful, at least at first, considering, um, considering, uh, the fact that it, it seemed like a, just obvious thing where I was like, okay, I guess they're just only doing games that are on the PlayStation platform. Everything else is going to be omitted. But um, come to find out, it seems like uh, all other platforms are welcome still to, uh, you know, be a part of the Evo. Um, I don't think Nintendo is going <laughs> to still stick with it, considering how Nintendo Nintendo is very, um, you know, very iffy, stingy, whatever about their IPs and stuff and, you know, associations with especially a competing, uh, game company or, you know, competing, um, yeah, game, game company. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I, uh, had a blank moment, but so yeah, I think it is good overall considering Considering, um, (laughs) at least the state evil is in last year with the whole, you know, uh, what was it? Straight up pedophilia, basically of, uh, all these people coming out, uh, not necessarily evil, but at least, the the, the head of evil or, you know, at least the higher up there was involved in a very serious scenario with that. So. Um, I think this definitely is probably the best thing that could happen for Evo considering, you know, 
they got rid of him in general. And then, you know, knowing that this is going to be under a new umbrella uh, officially with PlayStation, I think it's definitely a good decision. Um, We'll see how it turns out. I don't know. I feel like this is potentially going to sway away a ton of folks, but we'll see. I don't know. I do not know. But at least for the uh, confirmed games, let me, uh, of course I forgot. The confirmed games so far, I, I assume they're, they're, they're going to announce more, but we have Uh, Guilty Gear Strive, which is, that's going to be Bola. I ain't going to lie. I definitely want to watch that personally as well. Mortal Kombat 11, uh, Street Fighter 5 Champion Edition, and Tekken 7 PC specifically. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I do kind of find that ironic, even though I know for obvious reasons it's not uh, kosher, or, you know, considering the horrible net, uh, net play. And I think there's something where there's technically more lag on the PS4 than the PC, uh, at least with Tekken specifically, I think the same could be, could apply for street fighter. Um, not a hundred percent on that though, but yeah, at least majority of these games is, uh, <laughs> uh, doesn't have the most necessarily ideal online, but, mm. uh, I guess one, you know, uh, potential, uh, acknowledgement is that Dragon Ball Fighter Z, um, as well as smash ultimate, you know, which at least we touched on, uh, won't be coming this year. Uh, but yeah, I mean, those games from a net code standpoint to my understanding as well, aren't the best also, but I guess it's like, if, if that's the case, uh, yeah, if that's the case, it's like technically, we couldn't have an Evo at all. Um, since <laughs> it's kind of a, uh, it'd just be guilty gear strive Evo. If, if that was technically is the case. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, and then on top of that, I think the format is going to be drastically different too now. So it apparently is going to run on two, two weekends, August 6th through 8th and 13th through 15th. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's weird. But I mean, I get it from a, because of the online like premise, but yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, they'll figure it out. I assume, but it's definitely not going to feel like the evil it used to, um, you know, now there is that concern and now it's more main, I guess, quote unquote mainstream where it's not like, you know, uh, an event made by fans for the fans kind of, even though, you know, there's aspects of, you know, um, of, of, uh, the corporateness kind of taking it over. But I don't know, as somebody who's at least been a fan from a, from a distance, seeing it at least, consecutively, you know, each year kind of grow 
in terms of fans and um, an event in, in of itself. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how it, how it shapes up. It really is. We'll see. We shall see. RIP smash. <laughs> I know that's been a big, big pillar for some people, even though te- technically it wasn't in last year because of the atrocious net code. So hopefully, uh, one thing I like to see that I could for sure see happening is Evo, uh, a lot of fighting game players. Um, I, I could totally see in it. Well, I guess it's hard to convey online. Well, no, I think maybe at the semifinals, I think they do possibly fly the people in and, you know, test and all that. I want to say could be wrong about that, but I could see them, uh, at least one brave fighting game player. Uh, I'm gonna call it right now, uh, doing an equivalent of, um, why can I not remember the dude's name? Kilpatrick. Uh, what is his name? Something Kilpatrick, something Kilpatrick. Colin, Colin Kilpatrick. Okay. Kaepernick, Kaepernick. I was, I was close. I was close. Um, yeah, I see them trying to do some equivalent of symbolism in terms of bringing, bringing awareness. Uh, okay. Maybe that might be, uh, I see comparing it to Colin Kaepernick, maybe, uh, a bit too, bit too, too brash, but in a, in a, in the same manner of trying to change the culture of fighting games, considering where it's going. Uh, I could see an equivalent in that respect of just trying to bring more awareness that, you know, we do need to improve, uh, fighting game net code as a whole. And, um, you know, bringing more importance to that, especially kind of the conditions we're in now that it's way more emphasized where it's not like, Oh no, we could just get local and, you know, practice. Um, no, I think, uh, I think we'll definitely see it, especially with guilty gear strive, like setting it up a supreme example of it. I can totally see, um, a big initiative push happening to some extent for, um, rollback net code, legit rollback net code, and not this full, full rollback net code to be, uh, implemented at some point. So we'll see. We shall see. That's I, I totally did not expect this happening today though. Like of all things, random PlayStation buying Evo. That is just insanely random as hell, but Hey, there you go. Evo like likely saved. We shall see when, uh, this event happens. All right, moving on. Next topic of discussion, uh, PlayStation VR two controller, uh, out of nowhere as well today. <laughs> PlayStation just, just dropping, dropping them bombs. 
uh, we got first details on the PlayStation VR uh, 2 controller, um, which looks very reminiscent to the, I think it's the Oculus Rift controllers. Yeah, it looks very, very, very close to the Oculus Rift controller where it has, you know, the standard handle and then the circular, um, which I'm curious what that is for as somebody who's has a VR noob, who's does not own a VR unit at all. Um, yeah. And then, uh, I think some of the details, stronger immersion with adaptive triggers, haptic feedback, finger touch, uh, finger touch detection. Uh, I don't know why that makes me feel dirty. Uh, I want, I want some of that finger touch detection though. (laughs) Uh, no, I will not. Never. (laughs) We cool. We, we, we good. Not that good. No, Mm -mm. I ain't finger touching anybody unless they want it though. I mean, that's whole, that's whole nother, that's a whole nother tangent, but, uh, finger touch detection. <laughs> uh, where, how do we get here? <laughs> oh boy. That's, that's going to be a running gag. I know. Uh, uh I gotta do it. I have to do it now. <sighs> finger touch. Nope, that's the wrong one. Uh, which one was it? Oh, did that? Oh, I might have saved it. All right, we're going to do live editing of. Going to do some live, uh, live editing. Um, just going to try to. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, um, well, here we are. Um, uh, okay, that's uh, that's clearly not working. Damn it. Oh, I gotta reconfigure that all over again. Ah, uh, I hate it so much. Ugh, what is the son of a bitch? Okay, echo. Then uh gender. All right, I might have might have figured it yeah. out. Gender, gender, gender. Mm. I'm a I'm a man, now I'm a woman. Um I'm, I'm a woman now. Uh uh oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Oh, that sounds kind of feminine too. Wait a minute. What? Oh, wait. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Damn it. My auto tune is gone. Son of a bitch. Ugh. I hate everything. I hate everything. It's ruined. 
Everything is ruined. Ugh. Well, let's try it. Maybe robot change robot to auto tune. Finger touch. Ah, oh, it doesn't. It doesn't have my voice though. All right, let's do it with the with the demon voice. That might be as close as we're gonna get. Finger touch. Oh, that's a man. Or that. <laughs> Everything is low pitch. I hate it. Oh. Well. Yeah, yeah, break stuff. You know. Hey. I basically wanted to make my voice echoey, but it didn't work out. Just did not want to cooperate. Well, there you go. Finger touch. There you go. That's the that's at least what, the best we're gonna get now. Um, and more. So, uh, these are just gonna look awkward as hell to put somewhere to store. That's all I'm thinking of. <laughs> I know some third party company is probably gonna think of a way to uh to figure that out, but uh, the potential looks great. I'm curious, uh, they, they go into more detail. Adaptive triggers, each VR controller left to right, includes adaptive trigger button that adds palpable tension when pressed, similar to what's found in the DualSense controller. If you played a PS5 game, you'd be familiar with the tension of the L2R2. So yeah, basically like the, the PS5 controller which is pretty good. I think I'm gonna feel the immersion too. Oh, I could see the potential. You can like literally feel like you're shooting a bow and arrow. That's gonna be cool. Of course, haptic feedback, uh, that's pretty much seems to be the same. Um, ah, let's, we gotta know more about this finger touch though. The controller can detect your fingers without any pressing in the areas where you place your thumb index or middle fingers. This enables you to make more natural gestures with your hands during gameplay. Hmm. Uh, See, now my my mind is tainted by this. <laughs> I'm just thinking about all these weeb simulator games where it's, you know, like, what was the one? It was like this one uh, Twitter video where it was the dude, he was just... <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. He was, uh, he was, he was the, the fucking, uh, out of, um, out of this, uh, inanimate pillow or, uh, was it a pillow? It was like some clear pillow. And, uh, you know what? He was going to town on it. I ain't gonna lie. He was going to town on it. He was like, he was, he was hitting that like it was his, um, you know, it was last, last, <laughs> last day on earth or something. <laughs> oh, think about that. It's, it's cracking me the fuck up, but oh man. Oh my God. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, apparently we got that G spot, you know, maybe they make a game. <laughs> they make a PS5. <laughs> I don't like it. They make a PS5 game. Where the goal is to find the G spot in a man's a man's booty hole. I don't don't ask me how I I thought of that idea, but I'm just saying that's there's an idea for a game in PlayStation. I give you some ideas of 
That's all I'm saying. But ah man, uh, if I told you uh, having this this discussion of PSVR two, uh, getting to um, pleasure in a man's buio, I don't. I don't know how. Uh, um, man, yeah. I mean, I guess it kind of naturally they go there. Let's be honest. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Either way. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Well, I'm sorry. I just had to let that marinate and let that let that just take its course. Ah, <sighs> oh, you know what? I think uh, I think that I think that pretty much pretty much covers it. I I don't know. I don't know, Rachel. I'm sorry. I uh I was uh driving and uh, went off the road a little bit. I'm trying to get back on course. Trying to get back on course. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> uh, okay. So PlayStation, uh, also just dropping them bombs. Um, also announced that, uh, they're also doing a play at home, uh, program where basically it looks like a lot of what? 10 indie titles. Yeah. So PlayStation is offering 10 free games to download this spring including PS4, Indie Gems, PSVR games, and Horizon Zero Dawn, because that game is too great to quantify. Um, it had to quantify its own category. Um, I haven't played Horizon yet, so uh, I clearly don't know. Um, let's go into full details real quick. Uh, March 25th is when it starts. Uh, what are the titles? So we got Res Infinite, Horizon Zero Dawn, a complete edition. So I hear that's the definitive edition with all the DLC. I think the Frozen Wilds is um the other, the only DLC that came with it. I want to say Abzu, Enter the Gungeon, Subnautica, The Witness, Moss, Astrobot, Rescue Mission, Thumper, Paper Beast. Funimation slash Waka Waka Wak Anum. I don't have no clue. I'm, I'm assuming that's anime related. Must be some service. Maybe it's that <laughs> you can use it in conjunction with the with the PSVR two when that comes out. Uh, ninety day trial of that. Oh, that that sounds like it's definitely VR related. Walk Anum, like walk anime or something. Like you can like. That'd be kind of cool. You'd be in an anime episode, like you can talk to the like all the the teens that are having you know existential issues and stuff. Like, you shut up, Rukio. I don't. I don't even know who Rukio is. You, you shut up. Um, damn it. <laughs> oh fuck. You you shut up, Sunande then I don't know. They, they cry and then, then you win. <laughs> you cry and then they win. 
hate it, but I really do like it at the same time. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's killing me. Um, yeah, so hey, you know, that you might be able to do that. Uh but at least for me personally, uh these all I don't technically have. Uh I technically have Horizon Zero Dawn, but you know, I just could do it digitally now, which is pretty dope. I guess that's coming specifically at a later date at the, on the 19th, but I guess you can have access to all the other ones, uh, that March, March, uh, 25th. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't seem like they come out in like some staggered order either. It's just the exception of horizon. Um, okay. I like it. I like it a lot. Good on PlayStation. I mean, most of the games at the same time do seem to be like a, hey, <laughs> like PlayStation nudge you a little bit. Hey, if you want to get a PSVR, hey, you know, seems like a lot of these games are uh, PSVR related. You probably might want to, might want to get one of those or something. So we'll see, but I'm looking forward to it though. Moving on, um, put my time codes in because I'm bad at that. I'm so bad. <laughs> uh, hey, it's made up. Mine is made up. I do like that idea though. They should really make that a game. Um, Jade Raymond, uh, who was formerly of the boy at this point that, uh, sinking ship that is stadia. Um, uh, I guess she left and apparently made a new, uh, independent studio called Haven. So, uh, and, uh, those that may not know Jay Raymond, she does, uh, she was a part of Assassin's Creed for a good while. I think before she left and went with another company. Um, I think that's at least her most notable work. I know she's been involved with a lot more integral stuff. Actually, let's look that up just to be sure, just to be sure I've not slept on some gold that uh she has um oh she did the sims online wow okay she did that before assassin's creed in 07 metal gear solid 4 what she was a managing director of that oh my god assassin's creed 2 executive producer uh she did splinter cell blacklist watchdogs Assassin's Creed Unity, Far Cry 4, uh, Epic Mickey, The Mighty Quest for Epic, uh, and Star Wars Battlefront 2. Uh, I guess all this before she went to Stadia and then I'm assuming now, you know, making her new studio. Man, wow. Sims Online, Metal Gear Solid 4. That's crazy. I did not know that. Wow. I'm glad I looked that up. Is it? I th think it's Haven. 
I believe it's Haven, Haven, according to this. Yeah, introducing Haven, a new Montreal-based independent studio. So, yeah. So, uh, at least they did announce that it's, she is working on a a title that's going to be exclusive for the PlayStation. So we don't know what that is yet. Uh, unannounced IP, but, um, that's looking pretty enticing though. Considering that, uh, repertoire she's had producer, managing director, executive producer, managing director. She got the chops. She got the chops to, uh, make some happen. That's for sure. So good on Jade for um, jumping up and uh, hey you know what when you got lemons make lemonade that's what she did I mean I'm <laughs> I'm probably making it seem way worse than probably it actually is but um, hey moving on um Okay, Project Athia. So basically that awesome trailer we saw uh, during the PS5 event. Actually now that is getting a, um, it is getting a uh, actual title now called For <laughs> Forspoken. Um, which actually it looks even better than it did before. Uh, all the traversal is pretty dope now. I know they, they hinted at that in the PS5 trailer, but oh my goodness, it's looking good. They got this damn zombie bear. She bought the, it's about to, it's about to, it's about to put the paws on her, but, but she not going to let them. She not going to let them know. Um, oh man, that's looking good though. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, at least a brief description. Uh, introducing Forspoken, the new narrative-driven adventure set in a beautiful yet cruel world. Play as Frey Holland, an ordinary young woman who must harness her magical abilities to survive in the fantastical yet dangerous land of Athia. Developed by Luminous Productions for the PlayStation 5 and PC, Forspoken will take players on a magical and perilous journey. I like it. I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm sold, Square. I am sold. I'm so sold. I'm so sold. Moving on. So, um, you may have possibly gotten a, uh, gotten an email from a Capcom, you know, about, uh, trying to play that, uh, RE8 beta. Uh, if you did, uh, you probably in, <laughs> you probably in, uh, in for world of hurt because, uh, basically those are spam, apparently spam, uh, invites going out where, you know, basically a spam slash phishing attempts to try and, uh, you know, get a virus on your PC. Like, Hey, you want to play RE eight? Um, I mean, you can, unless <laughs> you can, if you give us your, 
<laughs> you give us your credit card information, we'll let you play it. You know, hands down. Go ahead. <laughs> just, just give us uh, your social security number and uh, we'll let you play. All right. Promise. Cross my heart. Hope to die. Please. Please, please give me your personal information, please, right now. Um, so yeah, I mean, just uh, I guess a PSA, just watch out for that. Um, cause Capcom saying no, we we are not doing that. So they ran a private group, uh, for testing out Resident Evil games for years, but they also hold a decent amount of public facing demos. Um, but. If you're getting notifications for another stop right there, specifically for early access invitations from a Capcom, uh, no reply email. Uh, so we obtain a message directly from Capcom confirming a scam. We want to inform you that these messages are not from Capcom and appear to be phishing attempts by an unauthorized third party. If you have received such a message, please do not download any files or reply and delete the message immediately. There you go. Alrighty, Rachel, Vinny, appreciate y'all. Thanks for stopping by. Um, yeah. So, hey, uh, if somebody trying to <laughs> trying to act, <laughs> I'm trying to like think of what a re eight demo like scam looks like. Where I guess they were like. Cause I mean, I guess the funny part is that scammers always seem to be horrible at spelling and, uh, yeah, maybe it's very legit though. It's hard to, yeah, it's hard to, I guess, think about if, uh, I'm not actually in it, but Hey, uh, until Resident Evil has their. I think their 35th anniversary, I think it's coming up. Maybe it's actually, let me check that. Cause I want to know when is 35th. March 22nd. Oh my God. That is very close. When is that on a Monday? So that's like next straight up Monday. That is crazy. Wow. That's cool. Well, Hey, uh, until then, um, those emails aren't real. So watch yourself, watch yourself. Okay, uh, moving on. Uh, Rockstar. Rockstar, uh, you know that one uh, topic we talked about, I want to say a couple episodes ago, of um, basically a fan making a uh, video dissecting uh, the horrible, um, or I guess apparently... <laughs> very simple, uh, I guess, oversight in terms of their, the programming of their code that was essentially making, uh, G well, 
basically makes GTA online. And I guess it's mainly online though, basically makes GTA online, uh, immense pain in the ass to load. Um, apparently, uh, from what he showed, um, it seemed to have run, uh, way better now in terms of, um, yeah, just, just the, just basically those changes they gave to them. And now <laughs> I guess what's funny is, you know, at least when we saw it, it was like, uh, I highly doubt rockstar will even implement that, but at least it was brought to their attention. But, uh, pretty much now, uh, they legit, uh, implemented that fix, uh, specifically and gave them a, uh, $10,000 bounty, uh, the guy specifically trust or tossed. I think it's tossed. Make sure. Don't want to mess it up. I think it's tossed. Let me be sure. T O. Or I guess toster, but I think he, I think he goes toss for short, but yeah, he basically showed, um, he basically showed that whole, uh, bug or, well, just horrible low times and showed the comparisons, I think between the two, um, and, you know, showed that just by this simple change of some of this code and making it more efficient, that it would basically make the load in way better, which at least. I'm not sure if I did necessarily accurate, like, you know, a time stopwatch comparison, but definitely at least I for sure noticed, uh, because the update like legit went live Wednesday, I want to say Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, and it, uh, at least for the initial load into the game, it was way better. Um, way better, noticeably better. Um, like for me, I, at least I recall the initial load from like when you boot up the game to get in the GTA online, I guess not counting necessarily the initial screen to Grand Theft Auto, but it roughly took around 30 seconds for me personally. I was running off, um, an NVMe SSD as well. So, uh, PCIe 3.0, I'm not even sure PCIe 4.0, it was like fully utilized yet, but uh, yeah, it was roughly about 30 seconds initially to load in there, but then like going from transition into like missions and stuff, it didn't necessarily seem, um, it seemed about the same, but then again, it's like, I don't play Grand Theft Auto that often to really notice the difference specifically for that. I know at least the longest that takes like literally forever to load is the initial loading of, um, GTA line. Like when you're just jumping in for the first time after, you know, booting it up. But, uh, at least that, that in of itself is a pretty good improvement. I'd say very worthwhile. And also conveniently, at least I could see it just being in time for, uh, the, the next gen versions, uh, PS five series X versions of GTA, um, five, even though we damn near overdue for GTA six, but, um, I digress. Um, we've always, <laughs> we've already went down that road. Uh, yeah. So 
uh thanks Tross tossed for uh doing God's work at least work that <laughs> work technically that Rockstar is paid to do but not doing obviously and uh you know <laughs> what I found funny thinking about this story at least uh when I when I read it is that I was just in my head I'm just thinking of some dude <laughs> some dude at um at Rockstar he's like you know, he like look at the look at the 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 uh, changes that were you know submitted by that guy, and then you know you see like, huh, huh, so that was it, huh, hmm, weird, all right, <laughs> that was it, and he just changed it or something. Uh that's funny, that's funny. Yeah, I think he he did uh he did go the non traditional way of um. I guess submitted, I think they wanted, they were being anal about some stuff where you like, you have to submit this technically directly to them or something like that. But I think they uh, gave them a pass, I guess, especially considering uh, the notoriety it, it caught, um, in terms of news outlets and stuff. So, Hey, the, that game that people won't stop buying, boy, they're going to start buying it more now. So. Uh, and at least from other people, it seems like they're also, they have reported that it's way better as well. Um, I will say that it was like a, a subconscious reason I stopped playing, but, um, yeah, at least now I've, I actually played as, as, uh, as long as I've, uh, remembered, um, playing that game. Cause normally I like. I'll like hop in and try to get some of them bonuses they be having and then I'll just jump out. But at least uh, I had a pretty good session, which I guess we'll technically talk about a little bit more in depth uh, later. Um, so yeah, good on fans, <laughs> fans saving these games. I swear. Uh, next topic of discussion. Um, Monster Hunter Rise. Sorry, that's you have to do that every time you do it. Uh, so word on the street is uh, Monster Hunter Rise uh, is out in the wild. Uh, at least this was a uh, last weekend, I believe, where. I believe it started with Amazon. Um, Amazon basically was uh, shipping some of these like super early uh, and like uh, a fair amount of people got them. You know what? Actually, I uh, I did actually uh, get the game on Amazon myself, but uh, here I am. Monster Hunter Rise list. Without a. Uh, any early, uh, uh, you know, early copy. So, um, Amazon, what's up with that? I'm just, you're going to make a mistake. <laughs> you're going to make a mistake. Make it on the right people. Like, come on, Amazon. Killing me here. Goodness. Where did I? I. <laughs> I'm like checking and think like literally it's going to be, uh, 
is probably not the case. I probably would have gotten notified and come on, Amazon. You love me. I love you. I mean, you know, your practices are questionable, but let's see here. It is not, it is not shipped. Okay, just shipped, just not shipped. Amazon, you've disappointed me so many times. <laughs> me complaining, <laughs> gonna get a game shipped early. That shouldn't be out. Um, so yeah, so it did, did, um, did get uh, to a lot of people's hands. So as you know, with stuff like this, be on the uh, apprehensive about spoilers and stuff with, uh, you know, the game and, you know, mechanics that are generally much better to discover on your own. At least myself, I've definitely protected myself from that. Um, the the uh, Discord server I'm in with uh, the Gaijin Hunter, he uh, notified people as well. You know, he's like saying, Hey, can't do that in this, 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 uh, the server. If you do your ass is done. He didn't say that, but you know, you get the idea paraphrasing very much. So, so yeah, just a PSA to watch your ass. If you don't want spoils on a uh, monster on the rise, I know I don't, I want to go in as blind as possible outside of the, you know, demo and stuff. Um, so yeah. Moving on. Uh, HDR. We all know it. We all don't know it. <laughs> yeah. HDR is probably the most thing that you know and don't know at the same time. At least that's, those are definitely my sentiments for sure. At least my personal experience with it. It's like, you feel like you know it, but also don't feel like you know it at the same time. And I feel like that encapsulates HDR perfectly in my opinion. It's one of the most things you can understand a lot and not at all at the same time. <laughs> uh, but anyway, speaking of, uh, basically, uh, Microsoft announced that they are, uh, bringing auto HDR, which is, uh, at least currently a feature on the Xbox series X. Um, which basically uh, makes games that are that don't have HDR and gives them HDR, um, which is you know generally has been proven to be better than um, you know standard HDR. Um, and HDR, for those that don't know, with my like expansive yet limited knowledge, <laughs> again going back to that analogy, um, that HDR is high dynamic range which is basically it makes, uh, pictures pop more. That's probably the best way to describe it. If anything, where brights are brighter, uh, colors are more vibrant. That's generally my understanding of HDR. Um, but then, you know, it gets very intricate and, you know, it's it, personally, I've always been going back and forth with HDR was like, is this the best picture I can get? And, you know, always trying to think if there's, <laughs> is there a setting I could change? Is there a color I can probably adjust uh, up or down or whatnot? So, um, yeah, 
but uh, at least this feature is now, I believe you can start testing on Windows 10 machines or sign up for a beta according to the article. Um, but uh, they also said a thousand plus DirectX 11 and DirectX 12 games will be supported. So pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, but again, this is for people that have, if you have a HDR supported monitor, which that is, <laughs> this is, I'm gonna try to not get into this rabbit hole of HDR, but basically there are monitors out there that do support HDR, but they technically aren't, they, what are they? I, th- I forgot the official term or not s- official term for fake HDR or full HDR where basically, uh, a monitor or TV accepts HDR, but it technically isn't capable to reach the uh, peak brightness and color gamut that um, HDR, legit HDR is capable of. So technically it can accept and will try to display HDR signal, but it's technically doing an injustice because it's not reaching the, um, I guess parameters that a standard HDR set, uh, should to actually benefit from it. So like in those cases, you generally benefit from just having SDR rather than full HDR. Cause the picture will generally look way more, um, uh, desaturated and like, uh, kind of muted in color compared to SDR, which generally would be better in this scenario. If you don't have a legit, HDR set slash monitor. So that's at least my foot kind of, kind of, <laughs> kind of tickling, tickling that hole. All right. Hey, I don't know what you do when you're off time. I'm just saying, okay. I don't know what I, what I was implying by that, but don't, <laughs> whatever I just said, don't take that, to, <laughs> take that for a word. <laughs> it's gospel. So, uh, but the potential is really cool though, uh, especially for PC considering like the variables and how much people are, you know, can mod and, uh, well mod to even like further adapt to auto HDR, um, definitely is very promising at least, you know, for fellow video game enthusiasts, uh, with a, you know, beefy, beefy, juicy, uh, PC setup as well as a capable, uh, TV as well for TV slash monitor. That's capable for that, uh, that range, you know? Um, so yeah, Hey, HDR is coming auto HDR. Hopefully it's not a pain as much as like, at least I remember, man, like, uh, HDR was like a real pain, at least before it's started rolling out to windows 10 where, you know, at least the, at least the game I remember vividly, uh, it could be specific to my setup at the time, I guess, but resident evil two, I know being an immense pain, getting HDR to work properly where you would try to give the work and then it wouldn't, it would show like the, the screen would be very purple. And, you know, it's like, oh, well, all right. Then, you know, spending an hour trying to troubleshoot 
what could be happening and <laughs> by the time you play the game you're just frustrated <laughs> you're just mad at yourself like what did I do with my life so uh, that is that is just the one caveat I do despise about PC gaming I mean it's very few far between I can say but when it does happen I swear it is always the most time-consuming annoyingly difficult thing you run into it's either it's it's very rarely a very like oh just a simple flick of the switch of a of a you know setting here and there it is almost always something super deep intricate you gotta (laughs) you gotta get a computer science degree from a university to even like formulate how to figure something out horrible this is why I stay. <laughs> I primarily, generally, for the most part, stay a uh, console. But hey, you know my foot. My foot's still in there, though. Um, don't get it twisted. The foot's still in there. I'll still be, you know, I'll still be jumping in. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Either way, hopefully, is as much more smooth than uh, at least initial uh, jump to HDR beforehand you know so um moving on uh what do you know out of nowhere noob master has returned and somewhat related kind of unrelated but related (laughs) um news uh so apparently xbox uh, made a commercial, uh, in, in, uh, I guess a partnership with, uh, Captain America. No, I mean, technically depending on what we see from the show, but the Falcon and the winter soldier, uh, they had like a cross promotion where basically, uh, Anthony Mackie, AKA the Falcon is like, uh, uh, exploring game pass and, uh, seeing what game pass can hold since he's been, I guess the events, Canonically, this takes place after Endgame. <laughs> everybody's been, uh, the blip has been, everybody's come back or something. But basically, he's looking at it. And, uh, yeah, so he's like, hey, I want to try to try to play some Xbox. And, um, but what's funny is that, uh, basically the character that's like showing him, he's, uh, which is very funny, but he's uh basically new master sixty nine who was the dude that was in um uh at least canonically I think they confirmed it to some extent where he's the dude that was uh uh whooping that dude's ass in um in Avengers not Avengers but Thor no was it in I think it was Endgame Avengers Endgame uh who's getting his uh ass whooped um. <laughs> and then what uh Chris Hemsworth aka Thor was like reaming in his ass. You know what? I'm gonna rip your arms off and shove them up your butt. Something like that. I don't know. He it seems like Thor is way more proper, you know. So he would say something like that. He wouldn't say ass, he would say butt. But <laughs> so now officially that makes it canon that the uh X Men uh will for sure be coming to the MCU now. So 
Um, I can't wait for all the film theory, uh, the, the, the theory videos. I'm going to like totally binge on YouTube after to get some more insight. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I thought it was, this was pretty funny. Uh, kind of very subtle Easter egg, if you will. Um, I think that's the same guy that like oogled over captain. It felt like he just wanted to, wanted to suck up captain right then and there. But he was like, Oh, wait a minute. Everybody's in public. He was like, I'm not sure if you go down like that, <laughs> Chris Evans. I'm sorry. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know why, how I just shoved in a fellatio joke in there, but you know what? We just gonna let it go. Just gonna let it go. And that concludes the news for this week. Uh, now get into what I've been, uh, what I've been playing, which is surprisingly, even for myself, I think been a lot. I like literally was dabbling in, uh, any and everything. Uh, so first was, uh, mess with the halo mass chief collection test flight again as well. I think they extended it. So, uh, I know I got some time in there. still pretty fun. Uh, definitely can't wait for the new maps when they come in, uh, the official, update. Um, but after that, still, still playing that modern warfare and, uh, happy to say guys, uh, since last episode, uh, we did accomplish the mission. We have attained Damascus camo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so boy, man, after all is said and done, uh, I mean, unless modern warfare two is really damn good. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't see myself doing this again. <laughs> it was only because I love the game so damn much. I like, I could not, I couldn't stop playing it. I was like, you know what? Let me, let, let me just do these challenges, make it more fun and engaging. And it, I, I will say, I definitely got some dopamine hits after, you know, yes, I got, got 10 headshots. Yes. Got 10 mounted kills. Yes. Got fucking two, two booty, booty cheek, booty cheek hits. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. They should do that. Booty cheek, booty cheek shot. Oh man, no, no, I'm thinking about it. that's gonna be that would be a pain. Do sixty booty cheek shots. Ugh. Uh you'd have to, you know, literally camp and try to, you know, run behind people and then just shoot them in the butt. I guess it's not. I hate that I'm like really trying to quantify this as a legit thing, but um yeah, so basically that was my mindset. Uh probably the most annoying the most annoying of the like guns was definitely the rocket rockets were a pain in the ass, specifically the unguided missiles where basically that's pretty much the, just the majority of the challenges for rockets where you have to get like shoot 50, 75, uh, UAV vehicles or whatever. They, I think they made it easier in a couple of the subsequent updates after the game dropped, but uh, they're still a pain in the ass. Cause then you have to like, you have to fucking lead your shots. Like nobody 
like uh like no tomorrow like you lip man uh and then yeah the rpg let alone totally fun you know using our enemies but trying to shoot down kill streaks pain in the ass it really is but um probably that and then the the um riot shield is pretty annoying uh they 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 kind of made a little bit reasonable but it's still annoying either way you can't you know you um have to melee people but then you know normally they're focused on you and trying to shoot you initially so you don't really get the opportunity i will say uh shipment 24 7 is a godsend for these challenges that's for sure because uh you can get a lot of these knocked out in like one game which is definitely very appreciated um all in all i did have fun though but i don't know if i'll do it again definitely won't be doing it for black ops for sure I don't see myself doing that, <laughs> let alone playing Black Ops now, um, unless they drastically do some good improvements or I don't know. I don't even think like just how the game feels overall, which is like, I think it's just going to be baked in its DNA. I don't even see myself playing that. Um, maybe when a new content drop drops a new map and stuff, I'll probably just hop in a little bit and then that's it. But yeah. So I am free. I am free. I can now play other games. <laughs> uh, I did get to level 50 in the battle pass while doing it though. So, you know, I won't have that like necessarily ringing over my head. Uh, also played smash brothers, um, mess with, um, uh, Pyra and Mithra. Uh, there, she's actually pretty fun. They are actually, I don't even, that's funny. It's weirdly getting to that whole debate. They, them, I guess technically that'd be accurate. Uh, but they are pretty fun, um, to play with, uh, being able to switch between both, uh, midi game, uh, as your special, uh, definitely. I was trying to use that strategy and it surprisingly worked in a lot of the matches I ran into at least. Um, so they're definitely capable. Uh, yeah, as long as you know how to use them and switch between them and use them at the right moments. And, you know, obviously with any fighting game, I think, uh, she's pretty viable. At least I think a lot of, I'm not sure how people are ranking her up in the tier charts, but she seems to be pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, she seems up there if anything. So, um, then I just started playing with a uh, Terry Bogart. That's probably still my favorite, uh, smash character so far to date, but yeah, well, you know, I mean, smash is smash, which is laggy as hell, but, uh, use the net Duma, uh, to, uh, try to, re uh, mitigate that, which for those that don't know, the, it's one of the routers, I think that's pretty much the only routers at this point that can, uh, basically isolate, um, or block, um, players outside of your, your, uh, area, which you can dictate in their software, the router software that basically just lets you, uh, play in a designated people within your designated location that you specify. So it doesn't have you play with somebody from like, you know, <laughs> Uganda, I don't, I don't think they have internet, let alone, um, viable means to be worried about playing games, but you know, Hey, 
so yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Um, Monster Hunter Rise demo. I, uh, did get around to playing that, uh, pretty much just trying to beat this damn Meg, Magalo, Magalo model, Magado model, Mag, Magna Malo. <laughs> uh, that, uh, that dad came back. You playing that with you? <laughs> Trying to hunt that Macado model, Maca, Maco, Maco, Mega, Mega, Mega Man. <laughs> you trying to hunt that Mega Man, Mago? <laughs> uh, I don't like it. I like it, but I don't like it at the same time. Um, yeah, so he's a bitch. Just, just let that be known. He is a bitch. He is a bitch. I've still yet to beat him. I've not got matched up with like good people. It felt like, I feel like I was always doing my part, but, uh, it was, it's generally always one dude that just gets carded like two, three times and we lose it. And then everybody splits up and then we, you know, try to do the same thing again, trying to find a, a legit team. Um, the, I, I've been, I legitimately have only been playing hunting horn so far. Uh, I'm really loving the hunting horn. Um, it is, uh, I definitely see myself playing that potentially the most when, um, the full game comes out. Um, but yeah, but at the same time, I think it's kind of like we're handicapped as well, because one, you have predetermined armor sets, which, you know, could easily be remedied in the main game, trying to beat this bitch. And then presumably when you're playing the main game, when you get to Magnum Malo, you'll have a more customized catered setup to when you're playing against it um, in, in, in that game than this one. And then also they give you a ridiculously strict ass uh, time limit on top of that. Uh, it feels like they only give you like 15, 15 minutes uh, which is way stricter than I recall for traditional, you know, monster hunting, um, which I feel like that's done on purpose to try and like, I guess, mitigate you not, I don't know, getting more fulfillment out of playing a demo or something. I don't know. Basically trying to rest artificially restrict it when they don't have to. Then there's the other factor of they like, which I feel at least specifically for the demo is very counterintuitive is that it, at least from what they're hinting at is that it seems like the only way you can increase your max, your max health slash stamina and attack is to find these bugs throughout the environment, which you can only that's pretty much do by going to specific locations on the map, which I feel is very, um, yeah, just counterintuitive specifically for the demo. Uh, we don't know, like, I would assume maybe there's perks and like maybe uh, food items that might help me do that. But at least as of now, it seems that it feels more like a pain than it should. And it feels like it, I mean, it does encourage you to explore the environment more, which I, you know, I feel obviously is the intended like goal, but at the same time, I feel like they should give you an option to not do that if you don't want to, or if like, let's say you're trying to critical hunt or like, you know, speed hunt or whatever. Um, 
So I see some potential issues and annoyances there specifically, but I, I assume there's gotta be some way to just do that without having to be forced to explore the environment each hunt, uh, to try and like max out your health and, uh, stamina gauge. So if anything, that's probably the biggest, like, I guess, concern I have when the main game comes out. Um, so hopefully, uh, it isn't that that's not the case. And there's at least some decently viable way to avoid having, a you know, explore then the environment every time. Um, but all in all, I'm definitely looking forward to it for sure. See, uh, explore more of the game, discover all these new monsters, see how they operate, uh, get my ass carded at least initially with that steep learning curve. But ultimately prevail and become a monster hunter. Sorry, you have to do that every time. It's like a it's like a written rule. After that, while I was on the switch as well, I think I got frustrated. Just keep just uh losing losing quests against Magmalo. Uh, hopped on super Mario 25, uh, also a PSA. Um, if you are a Mario fan, uh, because of Nintendo's dumbass, stupid, uh, vault mentality with, uh, these games, um, Mario 35, which is the online game as well as, uh, super Mario 3d all-stars will be <laughs> quote unquote ending. Um, um, the end of this month. I think, yeah, I think the end of this month, they will be gone, quote unquote. So that means you can't buy it from the store. Uh, after, uh, I'm not sure. I, I believe for Mario 35, it, they cut the servers off, um, as well. I want to say, um, and, uh, at least they won't print any more Mario games after, uh, super Mario 3d world specifically, you know, obviously the other ones will be there. So, uh, but yeah, at least with that in mind, I'm like, all right, let me, let me put some effort into Mario 35, uh, which is for those that don't know, it's uh, basically Mario battle Royale, more or less where you're basically competing against other people to play the first Mario game where you're going through random levels, um, and trying to be the last one standing and basically the other team can like thwart you and throw like, uh, Koopas and other, you know, uh, known Mario enemies at other players to try and, um, you know, uh, throw them off their game and make them, uh, lose so you can win. So basically just a lot of trial and error, <laughs> a lot of embarrassing moments where I got my ass killed <laughs> the first, <laughs> by the first Goomba which, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a man enough to admit that it has happened to me a couple of times, but on the other end, I did get third place one time and I felt like I kind of like, like, okay, this is probably as, as good as I'm going to get if I, you know, stop here. So, uh, I played a couple days of that. Um, and yeah, I finally got the third place and man, you know what, after I like, like died from third place. I was seeing the other people playing the other two and like, it's like, 
ain't no damn way. I'm I'm all right. I'm I'm cool. I'm I'd be playing this forever if that's the case. Cause it's got it's these dudes with Japanese names. So I mean, you know, when they got a Japanese name, you know they mean business. You know, that's just that's just <laughs> that's just video game one on one. If they got Japanese characters as their name, then you know uh, it's over for you. <laughs> For the most part, for the most part, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, I think I'm satisfied with three. They, I got a satisfying song, like, like, do 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 something like that. I was like, you know what? That felt pretty good. I, I think that's probably as good as I'm going to get. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm done here. <laughs> so, uh, I think I've, I've, uh, let Mario run its course specifically I guess that's kind of like a pun maybe that wasn't intentional but um yeah so then after that um <coughs> excuse me I got a for sale there was a really good sale stay hydrated uh pretty good sale for uh the razor Scion, which is basically a, a pretty vetted, uh, legit fight pad because, um, it's a weird thing with PS five, like for PS five, you can specifically, uh, you can use fight sticks, um, for PS five games as well as obviously PS four games. Um, but, uh, at least lately or like for the past few years, I've been way more comfortable with fight pad, but the fight pad I have that works with PS4 games just fine. Doesn't work with PS5 and it gives you an error. Like, uh, can't play. You need a PS5 controller to play this game. But it's like, I put a damn fight stick in and you let it play. Why can't you let the damn fight pad play? Uh, so I kind of was a little offended. I felt like, uh, almost like a racial attack. Cause it's like, Hey, what you, you trying to discriminate against people that use fight pad or fight stick. What are you trying to say? PlayStation five. I was about to throw it right there. <laughs> I was about to throw my damn, <laughs> I'll throw this damn console across the damn room. Um, so I was like, all right, okay. May possibly in an update. Uh, actually that is one thing I didn't check potentially could be a firmware update. I may have to just update the controller possibly maybe that maybe might make it work with PS five. I doubt it though. Normally most, if, if the, and they're both the same brand, uh, they're both hoary, uh, the fight stick worked fine, but the fighting pad didn't. So, um, yeah, the fact that they're both hoary though, I don't know. Maybe it's because the fight pad interprets itself as a PS four controller specifically, maybe the issue, but either way I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to get a, get this razor scion. And, uh, I have to say, at least as a whole of a controller itself, it feels pretty damn good as a legit fight pad. I love, love the, uh, the directional pad. It's very clicky and like, uh, satisfying. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm part of the, uh, mechanical blue, blue switch, uh, crew. So, you know, I love me some haptic, uh, responsive feedback in terms of like, you know, what it was it audible feedback. I think that's the term basically, you know, feedback where you, you hear it and you get like some, 
like slight confirmation like okay i made i should have this movement seems and sounds right so it must be right so i feel like that that's helped a lot like my combos i feel like i'm able to execute way more consistently um but all in all hey man control is pretty legit i have to say and and obviously it does work confirmed does work with ps5 as well so yeah so with that in mind uh just i just went on a fighting game spree just to test it out make sure it works as well mortal kombat 11 was playing a few matches uh got my ass whooped a couple times but you know what hey i got some of that back i uh this dude i was playing with he beat me twice and uh he beat me did he did he mirror match me no no, he, he fought me with a uh, Rambo and then, uh, you know, whoop my ass and then go had an audacity to, to bring Robo Robocop in the mix. And then, uh, I think I beat his ass then. Did he mirror match me? I don't think he did. Um, either way, uh, whooped his ass after, uh, he got me twice and then I left. <laughs> it's like, bitch. And then I left. No, I think I gave him. No, I think I fought him. Yeah, we fought three times. He won two. He won two in a row, and then I beat him the, the third, and I was like, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm done. So that was my fulfillment from Mortal Kombat. Uh, I tried to get some combos off, like in the training mode is fine, but in the online, it was like annoying as hell because combos I legitimately put in were not registering, which I feel like is a testament to the net code for that game where you have to have like some, uh, Jesus, Jesus reflexes or something to like put in inputs. It felt like, so felt like that was a testament to the games online. So I was like, you know what? I'm good then. And then, uh, I played Tekken seven. That was my jam. And, uh, I played, uh, I played a good amount of matches online. I did a good amount of practicing. Uh, and yeah, the combos felt good in terms of put them in. And then, started playing with some people. Uh, I just went in, you know, cold Turkey, some ranked matches. Uh, that's the one annoying thing about Tekken. You seem to get a lot of more like rage quitters. Cause (laughs) I was beating this dude's ass. I'm not even gonna lie. I was whooping his ass bad. I got a perfect on him. And then like, we were about to do the last match, I think. And then right. uh, Oh, what do you know? Right. When we were about to fight, oh man, uh, the, connection stopped for some reason and then you know uh what uh, like a minute later communication error had occurred like all right okay clearly you quit all right that's not my fault hey i whooped your ass though <laughs> you get you felt this fury though you felt brian's fury though i know that much um i think i made it to expert i was i think i started as third dan and then got to expert so uh, I've been very hesitant to play online, um, but you know, I was like, apparently, uh, Tekken implanted rollback net code, at least their interpretation of rollback net code, but I don't think it is. Um, for the most part, the games felt pretty good though. Um, I at least was able to execute my combos, which is uh, I felt like was more of the lag that was fighting me than my actual execution in the other games. So, uh, then also, uh, tested out street fighter five with the new update and everything. 
I uh, didn't play too much. I was just messing with Alex, who I know uh, apparently still hasn't gotten. Uh, he's still a very atrocious tier, but I still want to play him, though. I still want to play him for the challenge. Um, but I just I just was mainly just uh, testing out combos, which, again, felt pretty good. But I'm not sure about the online environment. Uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll uh, possibly over the weekend. I may uh, dabble my feet got my feet in there, you know, see if it's, see if it's not too cold, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, outside of that, pretty much all I've been playing. Actually, it's been now in perspective that I've actually played a lot. Yeah. That's very unusual for me playing on that many uh, games as well. Um, so yeah, let's get on to what I've been, uh, watching media wise, uh, Man, oh man. So, uh, man, I forgot. Yeah, Attack on Titan, uh, it didn't, because of the earthquakes, uh, they postponed that episode this week. Um, Walking Dead, uh, pretty interesting, pretty good episode this uh, last last weekend. Uh, it had uh, Father Gabriel and uh, Aaron, um, who uh, basically were scavenging for food. And then they come across, um, what is his name? T2 from Terminator. T2. Uh, Robert Patrick. Or he's T100. Of course, that's Arnold who's T2. It's like, I don't know. I don't know uh, Terminator. Yeah, Robert Patrick. So he played this, I guess, I'm not sure if he's a uh, canon in the comics or whatever, at least the character he was portraying. But uh, I forgot his name, actually. But basically, he was a character, I guess, spoilers for Walking Dead. Um, he was a character that um, was in, at least Father Gabriel Arian, uh, Aaron came to this place that they thought was vacant. So, you know, they chilled in there for a while. And then uh, come to find out, he gets uh, Aaron gets abduct, abducted by the guy, and he comes to uh, Father Gabriel, confronts him, or whatever, and he's like, "Hey man, <laughs> uh, you ate my boar." It's like, "How was it?" Uh, I don't think he said that, but he's like, "He's like, what, what were you guys eating?" He's like, "What, what you cooking?" He's like, uh, "It was like a uh, boar." He's like, "Can I get a bite?" <laughs> And then come to find out that was his boar he had that uh, they straight up killed. Uh, or I guess, no, Aaron came across the boar and I guess he killed him out of panic. And then um, and then they just like, well, we killed him. Got to cook him now. Oh, and then he screamed like a little bitch, too. He's like, ah, <laughs> I guess he made the most weakest scream ever, you know. So um, that was funny. Uh yeah, and then it, it became this whole weird, uh, you know, tension of basically uh, his character, Robert Patrick's, um, where, you know, I guess he's very, like, tormented by his, um, by his brother betraying him, 
more or less, where I guess his brother and his family were going to turn on him and uh, basically take all the food and leave him for some reason. Um, So he couldn't forgive that. Basically, uh, come to find out towards the end of the episode, he like locked him up and I guess his family died. And I think he did what they did with Aaron and Gabriel as well, where they made him play a game of Russian roulette where, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, uh, have one in the chamber and, you know, uh, take a chance and see if, <laughs> if one of the bullets is actually active and made them both do it. And, you know, gave him an opportunity to say, you could either shoot, shoot yourself or shoot him. And, you know, fortunately, knowing the good people they are, they're like, I'll take myself out first. So, um, Aaron shot himself and he died. Oh, I'm playing. <laughs> Actually, uh, I thought one of them at least were going to die. It's like, oh, well, it's the walking dead. Somebody's probably going to die. But, uh, come to find out it was, what's his name? Got his ass clocked. <laughs> so basically father Gabriel was like pleading like, Hey, we'll, we'll let you come with us. You don't have to do this, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, and then they basically try to co- almost convince him. And he, you know, he uh, lowers his defenses down and, you know, like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And starts talking and tells him his name right as he tells him his name. Freaking Father Gabriel comes up with him with a uh, with a mallet and clocks his ass clean. Ugh, knocks his ass out. It's like, oh, that's kind of fucked up because. At least it's that kind of gray area where, you know, it seemed like he had potential to be a good guy. He could turn good, but then, um, he couldn't, he possibly couldn't have, he could have been crazy. And that's kind of, you know, you potentially see that with what's his name, his brother, who's played by the same actor again, locked up. And then, um, they try to release him, but then he, uh, he grabs the gun and, and kills himself after seeing his family who's like dead and decayed in front of him. I guess apparently these all these years potentially. So it was kind of a fucked up story and they're both twins. So they're twin brothers uh, basically. So that's the reason for using uh, him as the same actor, but it was a pretty good episode. It's like, you know, it's kind of messed up, you know, where he's trying to justify him not, um, what's the word like trying to, I guess, come to the reality that his own brother, uh, turned on him and tried to, in his way, justify that if his own brother did it, then everybody is capable of doing it. And there are, they are going to do it for sure or whatever. So it's a pretty good episode though. I was very surprised. Um, so yeah. And then uh, I've been, it's been on my list for, I don't know how long, uh, the thing, uh, I didn't, um, end up watching over the weekend and, um, come to find out, uh, it actually, they, <laughs> uh, it seemed like it was the, the, the old thing from 19, the 1980s, but it ended up being, uh, it was apparently a prequel of the thing that came out in 2011 that I, at least I didn't see, I didn't see the year it came out. I was like, okay, this gotta be the thing. Cause it was only one thing. Normally people, when they, um, you know, uh, streaming sites, I think this was HBO max 
they normally will, you know, bundle and tell you thing prequel or thing something. But I guess it was, they're trying to make it be a reboot slash prequel or something like that. But it was okay. It was okay. Uh, I felt like it felt like the thing was one of those, uh, this prequel is one of those prequels. It probably would have been more beneficial to watch, uh, after the initial one, even though technically chronologically it goes right into the, the original thing, but still it, um, I felt like it would have had, it would, there would have been more impact if I just saw the, uh, the eighties version and then the prequel after that, where it's like, cause you know, it's kind of like, uh, resident evil zero comes to mind where it's like, um, if you played resident evil zero before the original resident evil, it pretty much kills all the suspense of, um, the original resident evil. Um, which I felt like is the case for this one. It was okay. It was fine. Um, had some insightful stuff that at least, um, chron well, not chronology, but, uh, canon wise didn't seem to hold over like the whole filling thing. And, uh, uh, or at least that's the thing they retroactively like, um, retconned where it's like, if you have fillings in your teeth or, um, anything metal that isn't naturally a part of your body, the thing can't replicate that, uh, which at least made sense in, in, um, for the prequel, but it, it was like one character dude had like a ring on his, uh, ear. Um, and I think, uh, Keith David did Keith David's character also, but they didn't show that. But you know, if that logic is true, then technically that guy shouldn't have been a thing cause he can't do that. But very nitpicky stuff. But, um, outside of that, it was, it was pretty decent. It was, uh, you know, the thought of a creature that can straight up mimic, um, the person they killed and then, you know, try to take out <laughs> other people one by one. Uh, was pretty, you know, fascinating, especially, you know, <laughs> obviously it, uh, for sure in, inspired among us, uh, at least I guess among us before among us essentially. Um, but then get going to the original one, I think is way better, uh, in terms of just the build up plot, uh, characters, uh, they just seem to have a way more believable, realistic dynamic that I uh, liked and appreciated more. And also, I mean, for a movie that came out in 1980, I think 80, 88, I could be wrong, maybe 84, but it felt like way ahead of its time. Uh, even now just watching it, it felt really like visceral. It felt very believable. I'd say the, they felt they, they, they seem very, the, the effects seem really good. And apparently they like broke the bank for those effects, which makes sense now, but, uh, yeah, really good. But yeah, essentially it's that it's, it's, uh, I mean, spoilers for like a, what, 25 year old, 30 year old game, uh, movie. Uh, basically there's uh this dog who, you know, what do you know? If you watch the prequel, he, the dog actually is the, uh, is, uh, the alien or the thing. And then it affects other people. 
And then basically it's that whole plot of other people getting infected and trying to affect other people. And then it's like, I don't know. Are you the thing? Are you the thing? What? Uh, um, yeah, it's weird. You left, uh, five minutes ago and came back. What's, uh, what's up with that Tommy, you know, <laughs> which is, yeah, I could see. Yeah. Somebody was just watching this. Like, man, this'd be a great game. And there you go. Uh, there you go. Among us was then created after. So, uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. I am now aware of the thing. Cause I feel like it's been like talked about like ravenously. So, uh, then I finally got around to it like a year after I've watched all of the other, uh, twin peaks stuff. Um, twin peaks fire walk with me. So I think partially I was hesitant to watch this because I heard it was, um, it wasn't good. Um, so at least going into it, I was like, yeah, let me keep my expectations low. But basically for those that don't know, again, spoilers for like a 30, 30 year old, maybe 15, 20, I think 30. Yeah. 30 year old movie by now. Um, twin peaks where basically this movie, uh, firewalk me takes, uh, it's a prequel to the, to the events of the TV show that basically puts you behind the, um, puts you in the eyes of, uh, Laura Palmer, the, you know, the infamous character that everything revolves around in twin peaks. And, um, pretty much just shows you her, her story, like roughly right before she gets murdered. Um, which was very, very crazy. They, they, they went to some places that it was not expecting at least even though they alluded to it clearly in the uh, TV show, um, specifically, you know, uh, her getting raped from her, um, from her dad, uh, essentially who technically, at least from the TV show, it made it seem like he was just being possessed by Bob. But now at least on in the movie, fire walk with me, they make it seem way more blurred in terms of lines of like, is it was, uh, was Leland Palmer being, um, actually corrupted by Bob at times, or have they like, they made it seem like they kind of infused in a sense, or that those were kind of some of his natural tendencies and just like potentially like amplified by Bob or something like that. So that was interesting, uh, interesting turn. Uh, then crazily out of nowhere that, uh, what's his name? Uh, who's the dude that, uh, who's a uh, Laura Palmer's, um, drug supplier. Basically they were doing a drug deal and he straight up shot the dude <laughs> and popped him in back of his head. And that shit was graphic as hell. I was like, damn. And one, I didn't know he like straight up killed a dude. Uh, that <laughs> it's kind of crazy, at least in retrospect, especially knowing his, uh, who he is in uh in the third season of Twin Peaks, the final one. So uh yeah, but all in all, I think it was a I thought it was pretty good uh in terms of giving you like, you know, a visceral vision and idea of what she actually went through, the the, the stuff that she was going through and juggling all at once, uh, you know, in this, you know, evident downward spiral of uh, you know, that eventually led to her imminent death. So, uh, yeah, I totally, 
I totally don't get the discourse specifically with the movie, but at least from my understanding, like, you know, researching the YouTube and stuff that, um, basically, uh, people off the, the, um, I guess hype of twin peaks, even though technically from, for a lot of people, it was very on a sour note, uh, after we found out how, uh, who the killer of Laura Palmer was, which was a lot of the mystery and like, I guess, intrigue of twin peaks. But, um, yeah, I think a lot of people, uh, like the kind of drama and seriousness mixed in with the kooky zany comedy, uh, that was twin peaks, which I I do admittedly did enjoy as well. But I think maybe partially me being away from a year from twin peaks and coming back with this one, um, also possibly maybe helped, but at least from my perception, I was like, Oh yeah, this is, I think this needed to be needed to happen for it to, um, you know, kind of like put a bow tie, uh, for the whole saga. It felt like, yeah, of course there's a lot of shit that like goes way over your head that like, oh, all right, I need to need to do some, uh, YouTube theory analyzation <laughs> videos and, and loophole, uh, or rabbit hole, which I definitely went into like, uh, last night to be exact to, uh, just, to <laughs> try to formulate some closure, even though that's, at least from what, uh, the videos I was watching, it's not, wasn't his intention because like, basically he wants you to keep thinking about it. And if you do provide closure, that will make you forget about it essentially, or, uh, prompt you to forget about it. So, um, but yeah, I thoroughly did. I, I thoroughly enjoyed Firewalk Me. I thought it was a pretty good movie, uh, especially if you watch Twin Peaks. I definitely wouldn't recommend you watching Firewalk With Me before watching Twin Peaks for the first time. I think that definitely ruins a lot of the intrigue and mystery uh, that, you know, makes that made uh, the Twin Peaks um, uh, more attractive, you know, uh, not knowing um, or uh, the unknown, which is always, I think, generally more attractive, you know, as a like as a statement quote referring to that. So, um, yeah. And then, yeah, (laughs) now I've went, I went in this whole like rabbit hole of YouTube videos about theories about like, what actually, what does it all mean? Because I mean, to be frank, uh, Twin Peaks has a lot of, what am I watching right now? I don't even, I can't even like begin to like formulate my head. What actually this means or comprehends, Uh, I can't even comprehend what this even is. So I was like, you know what? I need some, I need some, some form of closure, which at least I'm getting satiated in that respect. At least some of these, um, you know, analogies, uh, summaries of, um, uh, of, of the series has definitely helped a lot with that. Um, so yeah. <laughs> and then come to find out because I was in this whole rabbit hole of, uh, twin peaks lore and stuff. I, uh, I think, I think justice league premiered at 9 PM, my time Pacific, um, which I could have went right away. Uh, but then I was like, 
I just got out the rabbit hole at like 12 a.m. And I was like, oh, crap. And then it's like, okay, Justice League going to be four hours. Yeah, that's going to be a commitment, at least at the time. So Uh, also, yeah, be on the lookout next episode. I definitely we will have watched um, Justice League. Snyder could give you my opinion on that um, outside of, you know, traditional Twitter Twitter uh, brief impressions so but yeah outside of that that's pretty much been it uh, for what I've been watching and I believe that will conclude episode 96 of Switches Sites so close so close I feel it I want to <laughs> So close. I want to, I want a finger. <laughs> what was the terminology finger touch? Ugh, I hate it, but I'm, 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 I'm weirdly, I'm weirdly enticed. Like one finger touch detection away <laughs> from, uh, episode 100. Can't stop. Won't stop. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, well, well. Um, thanks for watching slash listening. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Um, if you, uh, like appreciate, um, anything with, uh, the show podcast, feel free to like, rate, subscribe on your favorite podcast and platforms. Uh, you can also catch this stream live on Twitch TV slash a switch. I generally, uh, stream every Thursday, ideally, uh, five, for let's say five to six p.m. Uh, uh, Pacific time, um, but if you can't, uh, you can also uh, catch the archive on YouTube.com/slash/a-switch as well, where I upload them uh, every Friday generally. Um, on top of that, so yeah, but man, what the future will hold, I don't know. I don't know at all. So, uh, yeah, until next time, guys, uh, don't touch people that don't want to be touched. Don't cough. (laughs) Uh, get your game on. Oh, yeah. Nobody's safe.